Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. Pastor Victor! Thank you, please be seated. Because hey, <laughs> I thought, how come this one is here? I nearly started seeing. Thank you. Morning, church. And I love you, church. I thank you for the worship team. And Jermaine, where are you? Jermaine, I thought I, I should sit down and listen to you continue to preach. <laughs> it was such a good word, for I think, for everybody. In fact, the verse that you quoted from Deuteronomy 11 was the word that God gave us when we started to, when I started to hear from God to migrate to Melbourne. God told me that the place I came from is a garden. Singapore is a city garden or garden city. He said the place you came from is a garden. I'm going to bring you to a place which where there is the land flowing with milk and honey, which is Australia. So thank you for that, you know, reminder for the of the faithfulness of God. Emmanuel. Right? Emmanuel, right? All right, thank you. Put our hand together for Emmanuel. We have been doing this for quietly at the corner, serving God together. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that you have already spoken to us. You laid a foundation for us to receive your word. We thank you for the presence of God in this place. Lord, we can't do anything apart from you. We can't... We can receive revelation apart from the Holy Spirit. We say, God, speak to us through, through the Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. When I first came to the Lord, I think probably in 1985, 1985 before all of you were born, and I was, I was desperate to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I remember one Saturday I went to this meeting. It was by... Um, evangelist from India, I think. There was a small meeting, and, and I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I spoke in tongue, and then he started to prophesy on people, and a lot of people came out and queued up in front. And he prophesied on every, almost everyone, except when he came to me, he just said, Someone. That's it, he full stop. Someone. Some, first some. And I thought for a while, Okay, I receive it. You know? My friend said, oh, do you see a prophetic word? I said, no, I, he just told me someone. You know? I went to read someone. I've been reading someone for many years. And only recently, I begin to see more about someone. Sometimes prophetic word we receive, it takes a long time to bear the fruit. You know? So I want you to keep your prophetic word that you received. Now, Psalm 1 verse 3 says, The man, you and me, is like a tree planted by the streams of water, that yields its fruit in, se- in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. No mention about weather. Only season. Where's the weather? No mention about the soil. But he said you are planted. The word planted actually means you have been transplanted. You have, you have, God has moved you from a place into this place from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. That is where we are. We are all planted in a place that where you can receive the living water of Christ. To be 
transplanted from the world into the kingdom of God require the Son of God to be crucified on the cross, to die on the cross for us, and require us to receive Him. We have been all been planted in this place that we receive the streams of water, the living water, the living water that brings nourishment to the whole plant, or to the whole tree. We are all at this place. Now, I want you to see that he said it will bear fruit in season. Now, God brought us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light for the purpose of bearing fruit. So, it is the will of God to prosper us. It is the will of God for us to bear fruit. It is the will of God for us to, to be strengthened. It's the will of God to be wealthy and to be, to be strong and to be healthy. It's the will of God. He brought you from the kingdom of darkness into this kingdom of God. He said his plan in Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, I alone know the plans I have for you. He knows the plan. That's why he took you out from the kingdom of darkness. Now into the kingdom of light for the purpose to bring you prosperity and not disaster and plans to bring about the future that you hope for. There's a whole purpose for you to come into the kingdom of God. He said, I brought you from that place to this place so that you will not experience the corruption of the world. You are now experiencing the divine nature of God. We all, we all live in the divine nature of God. There is a whole purpose, right? And he said in season, the season here is not our fourth season. The season is the appointed time of God. At the appointed time of God, you bear fruit. Now, I want you to see this. First of all, it bears fruits. Secondly, and then, the, weed, the leaves will not wither. The leaves will not wither. It's not talk about, there is no, no mention of weather in this, in this verse. The leaves will not wither. And then, in all that you do, you prosper. We all want to prosper first before we bear fruit. We all want to prosper first we see before we see the gift, the, the the leaves. Now, bearing the fruit is the supernatural power of God through the divine nature God has given to you because you enter into the kingdom of God. The fruits will not, the, the leaves will not wither, is the supernatural power of God to bear that, uh, to, to bring that, that, that leaves that, that is always green. You do nothing, you just rest in the Lord. It's not your effort. It's not from the ground that you came from. The ground you came from speaks of your past family. You know, you think that, oh, because I go from a poor family, I will not be able to be fruitful. I will not be able to prosper. No, it's an entirely different plan of God. God wants you here to be prosperous, to be prosperous. The soil that you came from can be rich, can be poor, can be uneducated, can be can be very educated, can be the head, not the tail, or the tail, not the head. But God brought you to this place is to prosper you in everything. Prosperity doesn't mean money only. It means everything that you do proper. In other words, your relationship prosper. Your work prosper. Your prayer prosper. Your ministry prosper. Your work prosper, your, 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 the desire, your study prosper. 
It means fruitfulness. So God, God brought you to this place so that you, the leaves are not wither. We'll talk about where, what the leaves are and the fruits are. The leaves are not wither regardless of the weather. The fruits will be, the God, it will bear fruit regardless of, regardless of the weather. Before you prosper, God do everything ready. It's just like in the creation, God created everything ready for this man called Adam to be born on this earth. You don't have to strive. That's what God wants us to do. So when the world, the world goes the other way around. The world goes, the world goes prosperity comes first. Yes. Then people see my fruits, the success I have. That's where the world has a reverse system. That's why we work in the world, you strive and you strive and you strive. And your relationship with, at home is not good because you spend so much time in your business or you spend so much time in your office, the quality of relationship has collapsed at home. But God doesn't want that. God wants you to prosper, and yet with good relationship, good mental health, good physical health, good, relation, good relation, relationship at home. That's God wants. These are important things. These are the leaves and the, and the fruits before you prosper. But today, let's be assured that you are, we are all in the, in the position to receive this life. That God wants to see us, the leaves will not wither, the fruit, the bad fruit in season, and then all that you do prospers. Because God has brought you, we are already in the plan of God where He said that to bring you to prosperity and not disaster. And not disaster. And to bring about the future that you have for. We all want to hope for a future. But God has got a plan to bring you to that place. And so don't focus on what you think I need to prosper first. No, focus on what are the leaves that you see in your life. What are the fruits that you see in your life. That sometimes we can't see and people can see it. They say, God has already blessed you. How do I know? How come, how come I don't know? People see the leaves. People see your fruits. And you think you're not prosperous. Next, please, Emmanuel. Thank you. You've done a great job, Emmanuel. Now, here mentioned... Here in Jeremiah, a bit of weather is mentioned. Okay? He is like a tree planted by water, planted by water that sends out its root by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes. It's a bit of weather talking. God is talking about the weather here. And is not anxious in the year of drought, for he does not cease to bear fruit. Weather is not relevant in the plan of God. God wants to prosper you regardless of weather, regardless of pandemic, regardless of economic downturn, regardless of stock indices, up or down, regardless of whether you have education or no education, regardless of whether your, 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 your colleague is better than you. Regardless. Whether there is a heat, there is a competition, there is, there is politics going on in, 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 in the workplace, or there is discrimination in work in the workplace, God still wants to bear fruit. God still wants to prosper you. Sometimes we, 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 we go for the reverse. We have a lot of fear at the moment in the air, right? Fear of pandemic, fear of, look at number of cases, fear of losing the job. Fear of not being able to pay for a mortgage. 
we have a lot of fear hanging in the air. But these are the weather. You know? But the focus for the kingdom of God is always fruitfulness. It's, it's regardless of this thing. So in terms of whether it's a heat, he said, if there is heat, don't fear. Because you are in the plan of God as long as you are like the tree planted by the rivers of the streams of rivers, streams of water. And when there is a drought, when there is famine around, when people are losing the job, losing the houses, losing connection with this and connection with that, he said, do not be anxious. We worry a lot for nothing. Yes? We, take, we are human. I'm not saying that I'm not. We are whole human. Human likes to entertain fear. Human likes to entertain the past. Human likes to take somebody else's story and impose on yours. Oh, he lost the job. He just lost the job. Maybe the next one is me. Right? We are human. Look at, the, look at what God says in Genesis. When there was flood, what happened to Noah's family? God called him the righteous man. What happened to Noah's family? They were safe, even in the great flood. There was huge weather, storm, whatever, 40 days. But they were safe. They had food to eat, right? They have animals to play with. <laughs> they were safe. The great flood. That's why the tree planted by the stream of water, some commentary call it the tree of righteousness. The tree of righteousness. We are the tree of righteousness planted by the streams of water. You are like, not that you are the tree, but you are like the tree. Righteousness. There were ten plagues in Egypt. What happened to the children of Israel? They were safe. Now we have one plague. Some call it pandemic, some call it plague. And we were so fearful. But there were ten. And yet children of Israel were safe. In Exodus chapter 1 to 12. And Isaac, when Isaac wanted to go, move, move away, God said, no, stay here, stay where you are. And that place was a place of famine. And yet God multiplied hundredfold for him. God, when we are planted into the stream, the tree planted by the stream of water, we, we partake of the divine nature of God, the weather of this whatever economy and situation around us is not a deciding factor of your prosperity. Okay? Next, please, Emmanuel. Thank you, Emmanuel. Now, here we, not, here we see a little bit more, or we, here we see fully about relationship. Someone, Jeremiah 17, did not talk about the relationship as clearly as here. It's the same metaphor that God uses. And this metaphor is so good that when you walk out, you look out to the tree, it reminds you of the faithfulness of God. Yes? You see the leaves? Right? It reminds you of where you are. You see the fruit? It reminds you of, where, it reminds you of who you are in Christ. John chapter 15, verses 4 to 5. Abide in me, abide in Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. 
I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you cannot bear fruit. To abide in Christ means you remain in Christ. You remain in Christ. You continue to believe in Christ regardless of, regardless of place or time or conditions. Sometimes when the fear grip us from, 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 from our belief in God. Yes? Sometimes the anger with somebody, especially with another Christian, will rip your relationship with the Lord. In fact, he has nothing to do with that, not, that relationship has nothing to do with your relationship with somebody else that you, get, that you get angry with. Many people left the church and left Christ. It's so often to hear patients say, oh no, I have not been to church for 50, 60 years. Or why? Oh, because the church said this, because the church did this, because when I wanted to get married, they said I cannot use my church, you cannot use another church. So all these drop them, they, they just pull themselves away from the streams of the living water for past 60 years. Can you imagine that? Here it says, remain in Christ, abide in Christ, and Christ is in you. Christ in you. Christ and sin cannot be together. They cannot coexist. When Christ comes, sins must go. Bondage must be broken. It must be broken. That's why the, the children of Israel will rest, will, will, will be will, will, uh, delivered from, from Egypt under the bondage of oppression, the bondage of, of, of slavery to sin into a promised land. And when, before the promised land, they reached Gilgal. Gilgal is a place where God says, I remove the reproach of Egypt from you before you enter the promised land that uh, the men talked about earlier. So, Christ and you can only be together because you are righteous. How can we be righteous? We can't be righteous. Bible says our human righteousness is a filthy rake to the Lord. You can only be righteous according to 2 Corinthians chapter, 2, chapter 5, verse 21. For your sake, Jesus Christ, make, God made Jesus Christ to be seen who knew no sin so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. We are the righteousness of God. That's why God can live inside us. Yes, we continue to sin. But Bible says the blood of the Lamb of God washes you continuously from all sins, including the sins of our transgressions, the sins of our iniquities. And God looked God look at, God look at the, the mercy seat. You know, the blood of Jesus Christ was shed on the cross for the remission of our sin, but the blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was also on the mercy seat. Remember the two cherubim um, standing face to face in the mercy seat? Remember when Jesus, Jesus was crucified and put in the tomb, and on the third day he, he was resurrected, and, and Ma- Ma- Mary Madeline came in, and they said two, angel, two angels sitting side by side facing one another. There was a picture of the mercy seat. And the blood of the Lamb of God on the mercy seat, of the Son of God on the mercy seat, testify every day that you and me are righteous. Not because we, we, we do righteous deeds, because God looked at us as righteous, because we believe in Jesus Christ. So, 
Jesus Christ cannot live inside us unless this temple is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That God see us as righteousness of God. Then we can be together. Then the vine and the branch can be together. Because it's the same righteousness. So don't condemn yourself. A lot of people say, no, God doesn't want to love me anymore because I have sinned. You know, five years ago, I, I, I took up one, one guinea pig from somewhere and put it in my pocket. No, God, God forgive all your sins. Be, be, be righteous of God conscious. Not your righteousness. I, I'm, I've got to be very careful here. Be the righteousness of God conscious and be the sin conscious. God forgives us. Yes, we acknowledge I have sinned. I, I, I acknowledge I have sinned. But I also know that the, the blood of the Lamb cleanses away all my sins. Yes? Yes, I also need to repent, right? I also need to undo after God. Yeah, forgive me. But I know He has forgiven my sin. So God look at us. So the, the, the vine and the branch can only be together by what? First of all, you've got to believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. First of all, you're going to be in the, in the stream of the water, right? Because you believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, believe that Jesus Christ's plan is for you, believe that you, you, you have salvation, eternal life, believe that your sins are all forgiven, right? The second belief for this vine to attach to the, for this branch to be attached to the vine is your belief that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. If you believe that, you, you believe in your own condemnation, in your own justification, how can it be attached to the vine? And you say, how come God, I cannot bear fruit, how come, you know, nobody knows I'm, I'm a Christian. Right? Nobody knows I'm a Christian. From my language, from my attitude, from the things I said. This is what God wants to do. The branch and the vine has to be together so that both, both the branch get the, the, the living water from the, the branch get the living water from the vine. So it partake of the divine nature of God. We all partake of the divine nature of God. Bible says the divine power of God gives us all things that pertain to life and godliness in our lives. I think it's 2 Peter. So this is, this is where we are. We cannot be detached from God. As long as you are attached, the, branch and the vine and the branch are together, we partake of the divine nature of God and we will bear fruit. The question is not whether God wants want to answer me or not want, don't want to answer me. The question is, are you attached to the vine? That's a key thing. Are you attached to the vine? Or do you think by your belief system you attach to the vine? Why don't we stop and pray for a while? Come. Father, we come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, this is all so important for us to acknowledge that you are a righteous God and also to acknowledge the blood of the Lamb of God on the mercy seat. That by that blood on the Lamb of God, on the mercy seat in the throne of grace, when you see your grace, you testify to yourself, you justify us, that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Father, we say, God, get this truth into our spirit today. 
deep, deep, deep into our spirit to set us free from fear, to set us free from unbelief. Lord, speak to us individually. For we all want to be fruitful. We all want to be prosperous. We all want our, our prayers to be answered. We all want that whatever and all that we do, we want to prosper. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, good. I believe God has spoken to you. This is so important to understand. Okay? So we are all in the place. We are all in the same place. The vine and the branch, we are all there. Yes? We are all to the rivers, by the rivers, a stream of rivers, stream of water, or rivers of water. Next one, please. So what is the weather? Now is the weather. There are seven, 17 events in a human life that can make you think, make you think that God has departed from you. And God named the 17 events in your life just to let you know that He will not depart from you regardless of these most severe events in a human life. He will still be with you. 17 speaks of complete victory. The number 17 means complete victory or overcome the enemy. Remember when Noah's ark was, when it was a big flood, the great flood, Noah's ark landed, the flood was over, yes, right? A new beginning for the family, a new beginning for the world. So the Noah's ark landed on the 17th day of the seventh month. So 17 speaks of victory. Overcoming enemy. Okay? Romans chapter 8, verse 35 to 39. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Nobody can separate us from the love of God. Here it did not say separate you from Christ because we are human, right? There are people who don't receive Christ. But God will never separate love, His love from these people either. Yes? God loves the non-Christians too. Am I right? Right? But non-Christians don't receive the life of Christ. Right? Because they don't believe. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? The first thing is tribulation. All these 17 items, events in life, will cause a stress to your body, your physical body, your emotional body, and your spiritual body. Yes? It will cause stress to you. It can create mental illness. It can create division, right? 17 items. First one, tribulation, which means oppression. When, when you have an oppression, what will you do? You can't sleep. Yes? You worry, you get angry, you get frustrated, you get nervous. So there was stress on here, mental illness. Sickness, distress, or extreme affliction. Persecution, they will not separate that love. When you are persecuted, God still loves you. When you are under oppression, God still loves you. When you are under distress and sickness, God still loves you. When there is a God, love of God, there is a blessing of God. When there is a blessing of God, there is no sorrow, there is no calamities. Right? Famine that we talk about. Right? When there is no food. When there is the weather is not good. The, the land is dry. You cannot produce fruit or food. 
the love of God is still there. God will still answer your prayer for food. I have been through that. Nakedness, when you have not closed the way, God will still provide. He will send somebody to clothe you because of his love for you. When there is a danger, it can be any danger, it can be any danger that you are facing. You call up to Christ, he will still be there for you because he loves you. It can be any danger that you see on the street. It can be any danger that you see in your children's environment. God's love for you is still the same. He doesn't walk away. I always remind the patients, you know, I say, I'm a visitor. I come, the next moment I go away. But the Lord is with you all the time. God doesn't look, go to the hospital and look at a patient like a doctor, like a nurse, like people like me and walk away. Because God stays with him. Right? Right? God's stuff, he said, never leave you nor forsake you. He stays with the patient. He watch over the patient. I said, this is your time to talk to God because he's with you all the time. He's not me. You know, I walked away, but he doesn't. Sword of war, persecutions, wars, and, and judicial punishment. God's love is still... God loves the prisoners, yes? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? God loves the prisoners. It's just some prisoners don't love God. But God's love never changed. He still loves the prisoners. Right? I, I, I used to go to prison to, to counsel uh, prisoners. God loves the prisoners. I can see that. You know, I can see their cha- the change in their lives. I can see their leaves and their fruits. And for I am sure that neither death, death is another one. Recently, a patient, a dying patient, uh, just came to the hospital for end of life. The, the daughter wanted to see me, so I went, I went to see the patient, and the daughter was there. The daughter said, Mom has a lot of questions to ask you. So I said, okay, sure, I'm here to answer all the questions that you can. The mom hasn't got the time to answer, to ask many questions. The, num- the mom hasn't got the time, hasn't got the number of breaths to answer many questions, to ask many questions. The mom hasn't got the time mentally to ask many questions. All that she asked was between her path, between, in between breath, in between Consciousness and some consciousness and responsiveness and not responsive in between those games that by the grace of God and I can see the love of God in there. And all that she asked me was, what will happen to me when I die? What will happen to me when I die? I said, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you go to heaven. That's the one I want. Only one question, the last question in her life. In your death, even at this journey, the end of the life journey, God's love is still there for you and for me. Because God loves us. That's how much Jesus paid on the cross for us. Even at deathbed, last question in life. Hours later, she's gone. Went back to be with the Lord. I believe she's with the Lord. The very last question, one question on earth. 
death, the love of God is still there. I see that in the, in the hospital all the time. Life, good life or bad life, God's love is still for you. It doesn't mean that you think you have a very hard life, but God's love is still for you. You know, the one patient before he died, she said she has a hard life, and she said she's a Christian of certain denominations. She said, um, now she, she was dying, you know, she was saying, I hate God now, you know, because how come, you know, I'm dying, you know. After talking for a while, I saw such a good smile on her face. It was not me. I know God has convicted her of the love of God, that Jesus died on the cross. You cannot get that from a dying patient, that smile, with the pain, with the morphine, with the worry and the concern and the doubt and the frustration and the anger and whatever. The whole mix of human adverse emotion was with her. And yet she gave me such a good smile. Hours later, she went back to be with the Lord. That's the love of God. That's the love of God that you see, you witness with your own eyes. Angels, even angels can separate, cannot take you from God, from the love of God. Right? If angel, if somebody tell you, an angel come and tell me that I cannot be your friend, that's not from God. God doesn't divide. Rulers, demons cannot take the life of God from, from, from the life of Christ from us. Things present. What are the things that are present in your life at the moment? What are the things present? Perhaps you have worry, perhaps you have concern, perhaps you have mental illness, perhaps you have sleepless nights, perhaps you have good report, maybe, or perhaps you are waiting for a bad report, or your bank account is not good. Whatever the thing that is present at the moment. You think God is not with you. You think God doesn't love you. You are wrong. God loves you. You are planted like a tree, like the tree of righteousness by the streams of water. Don't get deceived. Okay? The things to come, number 13, the things to come, the things that will happen tomorrow, God will still be with you. God still loves you. Okay? Regardless of what tomorrow will turn out to be. Right? The powers, whatever powers, whatever powers, the human power, or whatever powers that come against you, no, God's love is still for me. Height, no matter how, how, how high is the medical files about you, legal files about you, how deep your problem is, God's love is still for you. Death, no matter how deep your problem is, God is still for you. Anything else in the world, anything else, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is the testimony of the love of God in our lives. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. If you think that, you know, it's so common as I said earlier, patients always think that the love of God has left them because they are sick. No. It's whether you want to come back to be the branch and the vine again. You know? Can I have the next one, please, Emmanuel? So what are the leaves about? Uh, what are these leaves? The, leaves? the leaves, in the nature, the leaves produce food for the plant, right? We know that from 
school days. Right? Here the leaves say in Genesis, see how God uses the leaves to describe the divine nature of God in us. The leaves in Genesis chapter 3, verse 7 said, the leaves, remember when Adam and Eve sinned against God, they used the fig leaves to cover themselves, to cover their shame, their weakness. Yes? That's why in Christ there is no condemnation of your weakness, of your shame, of your guilt. Okay, don't condemn yourself. Don't judge yourself. Judge is you play the... When you judge yourself, you play the position of a judge. You feel guilty. When you feel guilty, you play your position as a judge to pronounce yourself guilty. Don't feel guilty. God has washed away your guilt. Okay? Genesis 8, 11 says, after the flood, after the flood, Noah sends the dove out. The dove in her mouth takes a leaf, an olive leaf comes to Noah. Right? And that is the testimony of the new beginning. The enemies have been defeated. We all have a new beginning. We all have a breakthrough. There's a testimony of breakthrough. Today, you are the branch. You are the tree planted by the stream of water. Today, you are the branch by, attached to the vine. You have a breakthrough today. Amen? Leviticus 26, verse 30 says, The sound of a driven leaf shall chase them, and they shall flee as if fleeing from a sword, and they shall fall when none pursues. Amazing. The leaves just move around. The enemies were free. It talks about the protections of God. By the way, the leaf is the uh, progeny of woman. No? Actually protect the, the fruit that is coming out of you. Enemies that come, the leaves move, the enemies will flee. That's how God protects the fruitfulness that He wants for you. God wants us to be fruitful. The leaves is there to protect. The leaves speaks of the divine nature of God or, or God Himself. You see, the leaves will not wither. Regardless of weather, in my words, talk about the faithfulness of God with you, the love of God with you. The testimony of Jesus Christ, that the weather cannot change. Circumstances cannot change. The testimony of Jesus Christ in you. And Ezekiel 14, 47 verse 12 says, The fruit shall be for food and the leaves for healing. It talks about your healing will not be taken away. God wants to heal you. Regardless of how bad the weather is, regardless of how bad the medical condition is, medical report. God wants to heal you. Do you want to attach to the vine today? Do you see the leaves in your life today? The faithfulness of God in your life today? Do you see the love of God in your life today? These are your leaves. We see leaves all over us because we show the faithfulness of God in my life, the love of God in my life, the grace of God in my life, the favor of God in my life. The door that is open, God has opened for me in my life. Am I, am I, okay, uh, next one, please. Sorry, Emmanuel. What are the fruits? Sorry, the, the leaf, the project of sight is the, the fruit. Now, Proverbs talk about, Proverbs talk about the fruits of your mouth. 
Now, before you prosper, God actually has started bearing fruit of the fruit of your mouth. Your, your words will change. Yes? Right? Four letter words become three. Right? I love you. The words will change. You start seeing this. Even before you do all these things that God will prosper, you see the change in your life. So when you are praying for your children, you see changes in their words. You thank God for it. But sometimes we don't take, we take it for granted. You see changes like when your children talk to you, they put down their iPhone, they put it, they talk to you. That is the leaves. And that is the fruit that is coming up already. Don't despise it. Don't wait until your children bow down to you, then you say, oh, God has answered my prayer. You will see this thing every time you pray, you will see it. You know, I, I was just staring at my wife, actually, this is one, one person that is so arrogant when he, she, she talked, you know. I went back to the Lord, I said, how come this guy is so, so person is so arrogant? You know, but he's not, I mean, I'm not talking about, I was impacted, I just told Lord, how come he's not? You know what, she, she, when she told me, she, when she met me the next day, she called me brother. I thought there's a change here. There is the, she didn't even know what she was talking about. You know? Okay, Psalms 128 verse 2 says, the fruit of your labor will start bearing fruit. Your, the works become to begin to bear, bear fruit. Before you do all things, you will prosper. The fruits will come out. Suddenly your handwriting improves. My handwriting is very bad. Suddenly your handwriting improves or suddenly people understand you better because of the works you put in your hands. And the fruits, Proverbs 8 verse, verses 1 to 20, talk about the fruit of your wisdom. Suddenly you have wisdom. I, I, my, my eldest brother is 80 years old. Three months ago he was baptised. And I was shocked, you know. I was shocked. And so I rang him and said, hey, how come you, you know, you're baptized today? You know, it's good. I gave him the Bible years and years ago. But he was baptized three months ago. So I asked him, hey, how do you, how come you become, you know, you want to be, to change your religion from your belief in ancestor worship as a Chinese, you know, idol worship, and now you want to believe in God. And he said, oh, two things. He said, one, when I, every time, every Sunday, I brought my son, my, my grandchildren to the church, I felt there's a peace in me. I always feel the peace of God in me. And he says, the second reason is I'm 80 years old. You know, I got to make a decision whether to go up or come, come down. <laughs> so there is, not, there is not a bad wisdom for an old China man, right? <laughs> 80 years old. And it's not done by me. It's by the, the, the Lord himself gave him the peace. And through the peace, he said, there must be a God that I need to go to heaven. So, I, you know, before you do anything, before you think you're prosperous, these are the things God is doing. And be, be mindful to observe all these things. Colossians chapter 1, verses 10 say, you bear the fruit in every good work. Every good work. You bear fruit. You know, when God says very every good work, it's by God. God's standard is very high. When say you do good work, it must be very, very good in human terms. But sometimes we are so, so humble. No, I don't think I'm good. Your boss says you're doing a good job. No, 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 I don't think I'm better. No, I don't think I'm good. You know, this one is better, that one's better. No, own it. 
thank you. I thank my God for my good work. Matthew chapter uh, Matthew 3 verse 8 said, the fruit in keeping with repentance. Your repentance will bear fruit also. You change your language, you change your attitude, you change your, 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 the people that you, you, you hate so much. You change your thinking about him. You change your, the, 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 the way that you, you relate to people. You will bear fruit. Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, 28 verse 4 said, the fruit of your womb and the fruits of your ground and the fruits of your cattle. In other words, the, 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 the investment return that you will have. God lay every opportunity to prosper you with the doors open, with the favor open, with changing within you, changing outside you, changing with the, and, and take care of the weather, take care of the enemies, take care of the, 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 the adversity so that now you are ready. Everything you do will prosper. The last one is the best one. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 to 23 that we all know. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That will see coming out of you. That's why healing comes from within. Now, imagine that every one of us pray for somebody in our family or our neighbor and they begin to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Tell me something. Do we have abusers at home? Do you have domestic violence? It will come down. The statistic will show. Do you have mental illness? It will come down. The statistics will show. Because when there is peace, there is no anxiety. When there is perfect love, there is no fear. When there is no fear, there is no anxiety. There is no anxiety. There is no panic attack. There is no depression. There is hope. There is no hopelessness. There is no darkness. There is, there is light. It will help our mental state. Right? So God prepared all this all within us so that we are now ready to prosper. So begin to look at the fruits and the leaves before you think you can prosper. Next one. Is there anyone left? Now, how do you like to be that person? Oh, time, time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot. I forgot about time. Sorry. Okay, that person who is planted the tree of righteousness, he is called the tree of righteousness because he is constantly in, in, in touch with the Lord, the rivers of the stream, the stream of rivers, the streams of water that constantly flow through the branch to display the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, to display the fruits from, from, from God. Then whatever you do shall prosper. And that person meditates on the word of God. If you want a breakthrough today, I encourage you to take a verse or two to meditate on it. Meditation means you speak out loud and say, God, I thank you. What it means to you, what the verse means to you, what the branch means to you, what the love of God means to you. I thank you and I, God, I want... It, it will increase your knowledge of God in Jesus Christ, your Lord. It will increase your wisdom as you meditate on the word. Take it out and speak it out and, 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 and make meaning out of the word of God. For your life or for the situation you are in, make meaning. You know, God will direct you and you'll get increased in the knowledge of God. And you'll live this life. I'll leave this last verse to you. Yes, in many of us. This is the life that you will have. Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 to 12. So from that day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you. Use this to pray for your children as well. Pray for your 
loved ones, the people you pray for, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. You have that knowledge because the vine and the branch are together and they bear fruit. So to ask to, and, and so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him. This is what we all like for our children, yes? We want our children to walk worthy of the Lord, right? We want our, 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 our wives and our husbands especially, right? To work worthy of the Lord and to bear fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God and be strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for all endurance and patience and joy. Where does the endurance and patience come from? The weather. Yes. The time that you have to wait. Yes. The time that you have to wait. Not to wait for your the time you have to wait for your prosperity. Because the moment you're attached to the vine, right, God's leaves are already there. His faithfulness is already there. His love is already there. His, his favor is already there. Yes? And the fruits are already there. Giving thanks to God, the Father who has qualified you to share the inheritance of the sand and the light. This is the life that we want for our children. And this is the life that we want for our family. This is the life that we want for our neighbors that we will, we will help to reduce Domestic violence, abuses, elders abuse, youngest abuse, child abuse, sexual abuse. And this is, the life, this is the life that we want to reduce the mental illness in our society. Amen. God bless you.